You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 43, Overcoming Loneliness. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey, Mama. Happy June. My gosh, how did that sneak up on us? My last week of school is this week, and then it's summer. Of course, here in Florida, summer's not my favorite season, but I'm going on a few vacations and working from some cooler places, so I'll be able to escape the heat for at least a couple of weeks. What are you doing this summer? Want to work with me? Here's why I think that you should definitely hire me as your coach this summer. First, you get to devote time to yourself every week. That in and of itself can be such a luxury, right? I mean, how much time do you actually spend just focused on you, your mental and emotional well-being, and your future every week? Second, by signing up for coaching during the summer, you're being proactive instead of reactive and setting yourself and your kids up for greater success at the start of the school year. And third, you get to hang out with me over the summer, and that's super fun. So go sign up for your free mini session at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini, and we'll chat and see if we're a good fit for each other. All right, so today's topic is loneliness. I know there are a lot of moms out there who feel very lonely. And when I ask moms why they feel lonely, they tell me it's because their husband travels a lot for work, or because they don't have any friends, or because their parents or their in-laws live somewhere else and they don't have family support, or they're divorced, right? They tell me all of their circumstances. Now, I've spoken with married moms who feel lonely and single moms who feel lonely, moms who live in rural areas and moms who live in big cities. Some live near extended family members, others don't. And so loneliness really occurs in every type of situation. And what that tells us is that loneliness isn't caused by our circumstances. Loneliness is a feeling and therefore caused by our thoughts. Okay, so a mom who doesn't have a lot of friends or is even alone most of the time may not feel lonely at all, while another mom may feel lonely even when she's surrounded by tons of other people. And this is really fantastic news because it means that if you're causing your feeling of loneliness with your thinking, then you are in control of that. And you can decide to think in a way that doesn't cause you to feel lonely. If your circumstances were the cause of your feelings, then the only way for you to feel better would be to change your circumstances, which isn't always possible. And it certainly takes a lot longer than simply changing your thoughts. Now, before I talk about how to get out of loneliness, I want to remind you that feelings are just vibrations in the body. And when you feel the vibration of loneliness, it doesn't mean that anything's gone wrong. Your primitive brain wants to tell you otherwise. 
It wants to freak out and tell you that you're going to die when you feel lonely. (laughs) Because when humans were evolving, being excluded or being an outcast meant being rejected by your tribe and could have literally meant death. And I will tell you that loneliness nowadays has been associated with cardiovascular problems and premature death because people who consider themselves to be lonely for prolonged periods of time are less likely to get a good night's sleep and more likely to develop mental health issues like depression and anxiety and to cope with them in unhealthy ways. But the feeling of loneliness itself can't kill you. It's one of those emotions that feels uncomfortable. It's usually described as an emptiness or a hollow feeling in the body. And most people have certainly felt it at one point or another. I remember the time I probably felt the loneliest in my life was when I spent a year in Israel after college. I participated in a year-long volunteer program with about 60 other people that I had never met before. Actually, I think I knew one other person in the program when I got there. Now, I had been to Israel before. I had friends and family there, and I started dating someone in my program. I thought he was the one. He wasn't, by the way. (laughs) But I remember feeling profoundly lonely and miserable that entire year. And it definitely developed into a major depression where I wasn't eating much. I didn't want to get out of bed. I was moody and crying all the time. Even though I was surrounded by people, I felt totally alone. I didn't know then, back in my early 20s, that having these low moments, especially during a time of a pretty big transition, was just a part of being human and experiencing the 50-50 of life. I believed that my loneliness meant there was something wrong with me, and so I piled shame on top of the loneliness, which made it even worse. Had I been able to make peace with the loneliness and accept and allow it, rather than resist or react to it, which is what I did, I might have been able to get through it a lot sooner and with a lot less suffering. So that's really the first step to overcoming loneliness if you're experiencing it right now. Just allowing the emotion without judging yourself for it and noticing what it feels like in your body. The second step is not to go out and meet new people or call a friend I think that's the advice most people get when they say they're lonely. Just reach out to people. And you can do that for sure. But if you don't clean up your thinking first, you're going to be reaching out to people and taking action from a very needy, desperate emotion. And that will not get you the result you're looking for. And it's not really even necessary to work on your relationships with other people at this point. The best way out of loneliness is to work on your relationship with yourself first and to be there for yourself. So I want you to be curious and ask yourself, what am I thinking that's causing me to feel lonely? Now, Some of the most common thoughts are things like, I'm all alone. Nobody wants to be with me. Nobody cares about me. Nobody really understands me. My relationships aren't meaningful. I have no support. So find the thoughts that are causing you to feel lonely and write them down. Then you really need to recognize that they're thoughts, not facts. Nobody wants to be with me. That's a thought. Now, why are you choosing to think that? Where can you find evidence to the contrary? 
When you believe that nobody wants to be with you, your brain is going to look for evidence for how that's true. Then this is how that plays out in the self-coaching model. Your thought is, nobody wants to be with me. That thought causes you to feel lonely. When you're feeling lonely, your action is to retreat, withdraw, stay at home, not reach out to people, right? Not risk rejection. And then your result is that you're alone, which proves your original thought that no one wants to be with you. But you've just created that result with your own mind. Do you want to be with you? When you enjoy your own company, you don't feel lonely. I think I mentioned in a different episode that I rarely ever get lonely, and I love being alone. I don't make it mean anything about me when I'm not invited to a social gathering. I don't make it mean anything about me when people don't call or text me back right away. I think, oh, they must be busy. Maybe they forgot. I'll just try them again. I just coached a woman who felt offended that her adult children didn't invite her on vacation with them. And she was making it mean all sorts of things about her kids and about her relationship with them. And after talking it through, she realized that she could choose to think about it in so many other ways. How wonderful that my adult kids are spending time together. Maybe they didn't realize that I'd want to join them. I can let them know that I'd like to go the next time. The point is, you can decide to think about yourself and your life in a way that doesn't cause you to feel lonely. Did you know that you can feel authentic connection with someone just by choosing to believe that you're connected with them? Some of you feel connected with me and we've never even met. It's just because of the thoughts you have about me. And I feel connected to you even if we haven't met or talked on the phone yet. I'm constantly thinking about you and thinking about how much I love you and wondering how I can connect with you and offer you support. I've talked before about asking yourself powerful questions. So if you're lonely, you can ask your brain a question like, how can I create an amazing support system in my life? Or how can I create a more meaningful relationship with my spouse? And then let your brain get creative finding the answers. I'm always asking myself questions like that. How can I create a community for myself? How can I bring my friends together? When Marissa was little, I started a playgroup with about 10 moms that I met in a mommy and me type class. We got together every week at a different person's home each week. We had mom's nights out. We had holiday parties together. And I'm still very close with three of the moms from that group. A few years ago, I invited all of my local coaching clients to come to my house so they could meet and get to know each other. It was such a fun evening. No kids around, good food, good conversation. And one of the moms said that she hadn't made many friends in Florida after she moved from New York, but she felt like she was hanging out with her New York friends because everyone was so nice and fun and down to earth. And you can just bring a bunch of people together for no other reason than you want to surround yourself with people that you like and want to get to know better. But don't make it mean anything about you if someone says they can't come or if they don't turn around and invite you to something in return. Be very clear about why you're inviting someone over and that it's coming from a clean place. So not that you can get an invitation in return or because you think it's going to make you feel better about yourself. 
You can choose thoughts to feel good about yourself no matter what. And so that's the last piece that I'm going to leave you with today. If you did love yourself unconditionally, and you had all the meaningful relationships you ever wanted, and you weren't feeling lonely, how would you feel? I'm just guessing, but you'd probably feel wanted and loved and accepted. And what's the thought you'd be thinking that would cause those emotions? Whatever that thought is for you, I want you to know that it's available to you right now. You can start practicing and believing that thought today. You can think, I'm never alone. I've got me. I can take care of myself when I'm alone. I care about me. I understand me. I support me. If I want more meaningful relationships, I can create that result for myself. You can also think, right now I feel lonely and that's okay. I can handle the feeling of loneliness. My thinking is what makes me feel lonely and I can change my thoughts when I want to. Finally, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I just want someone to listen to me and to help me sort through my thoughts so I can stop feeling this way, head over to lessdramamoremama.com and schedule a mini session with me. I got you, mama. Have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you again next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you liked this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com.